This podcast is brought to you by lineupmedia.fm. You're listening to This Day in History, a podcast dedicated to examining history from a standpoint of determining which event on any given day had the greatest impact on our lives. Now your host, Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian. Well, history lovers, here we are on October 27th, this day in history with you on lineupmedia.fm. Tony Hubert and Armand Kachigian, and of course brought to you by Amazon.com and Audible.com. And, and uh, Bank of America. And uh, yes, uh, a root for Bank of America, as Armand has uh, taken some interesting option plays in his... Uh, Not yet. Don't, his, don't buy it yet. In his Wall Street dalliance, uh, you know, dalliances that he uh, does. It's interesting, folks, to, Speculation. L- to listen to Armand talk to his broker. Uh, it's maybe the only person I've ever heard him be somewhat respectful to. Well, she's a lady. That'd be nice. Uh, no, she, it's because it's the broker. She has your money. You know what I say to her when I see her, though? You know what my favorite magician is? <laughs> David Copperfield. <laughs> you and former President Bush. Yeah. All right, now let's get to that right away. Is that harassment in your mind? Some 93-year-old guy in a wheelchair strokes some gal's butt just for his jollies? That, to me, is not harassment. <sighs> I don't know. I'm not a woman. I can't well, speak. All right, you're a man. How many times have you... Oh, maybe you haven't, but how many... Remember I told you what I used to do all the time? Yeah. Who's my favorite French author? Yeah, you're... you're Balzac! A, you're, smack him in the nuts. Is that harassment? Uh, to me? No. It's, well, uh, what is it? It's guy humor. Okay, well, this is guy humor to me. Yeah, but it's crossing the... I don't know. No, if, it, if it's like, hey, come on into my office. How bad you want to part, honey? Oh, that's, that's Harvey her, Weinstein. That, okay, that's, that's her, harassment. Right. Yeah, old, that's that's clear okay, cut. That's what I'm saying. Some old dude, you know. Like, so there uh, is there an age limit? Yeah, eighty. Eighty. Well, over eighty, you can over just do 80, every, anything right. you want to women. Right. Well, if you're in a wheelchair. Not, not oh, oh, if you're over eighty in a wheelchair, then it's okay. All right. Let me. If put you're this, over eighty in a wheelchair and you're a former president, no, it's all good. To do with it. That another. Oh, day. that has nothing. Okay. I told you in the nursing home. I saw it all the time. Oh. These guys pension nurses. What are you gonna do? Have you, you heard the old guy? The stories you hear out of nursing homes. What do you mean? I was there. I've no, been, I hear stories. No, I mean I hear stories. You know, I had I mean, a great method. I'll tell you what. I used just, to put, a, I used to put it out th- without hurting them because, you know, the, to, to cut these guys' nails, they're still pretty spry. Yeah. So I used to just cross their leg. I, I did the old, you know, I did oh, the you old put them in a wrestling an- move. ankle lock. There yeah. you go. And it didn't hurt, but right. they couldn't move. Yeah. Okay. So that's why I cut their nails. Well, usually on the show, we start off with, you know. With my podiatry experience. No, nah, not necessarily. But we usually start off with things, you know, history related because uh, it's this day in history. Actually, as I woke up this morning, we had some history. I don't know about that. And I don't know about it either now. I was excited about I this. I believe it in the first place. Yeah. I don't know what it entails, but it's been coming for decades. The day finally arrived, and the great JFK data dump that uh, has yeah, occurred. Kind of a fizzle. Is uh, really a fizzle. I don't think it was a dump. It was more of a fart. And the intelligence agencies still have 300 pages of stuff they manage to keep behind the the walls of privacy, hey, I listen, guess. buddy, if they don't show it to you, it's for your own good. Remember that. Okay, okay. I'll take their word on it. Right. Patriot Act. But it gets, it gets me to this point, though. Uh-oh. What are we ever really going to learn 
about this assassination that we don't already know? Well, I think it's I think it's a greater point than that. Not greater, great. I mean, bigger. Sure, sure. That the government tells you what they want you to know. Absolutely. Every time. Absolutely. So, and that's you know. Now, did you hear? Uh, if you want to talk about that, did you hear uh, Xi's uh, speech, Mister Chinese Commie? He rambled on for about three hours yesterday. This guy. Well, he's going to be in power for five more years. So. Of course he's going to be. Yeah. But basically, he's extolling the... Ver- what, he, what he basically said is, hey, you know, like, this is the way to do it. Because when I say something, we get it done. Look at all our infrastructure. Look at how great our country is. Why? Because I say it, and it gets done. We're not messing around with Congress and presidents and fighting amongst ourselves and getting nothing done. I don't think anyone ever claimed democracy we, was efficient. Well, but that, to me, is not communism anyway. That's, no, they're running that's a... fascist. They're running a hybrid... That's like well, that's government run business. Yeah, they're they're run, they're running a high. Mussolini did the same thing, yeah. and FDR loved it. Yeah. So well, so back to JFK. Armand, I've never heard what. What's your actual take on it? Is I don't know. It looks like he acted alone. It was a fine piece of shooting, marksmanship, but I can't see anything else. I'm with Gerald Posner on the you know the author of Case Closed. Um, it's a guy with an interesting backstory and an interesting history. At the end of the day, there's ne- there's not a better alternative to me than he went to the sixth floor, had his gun, the ballistics match, the sequence of shots, if you've watched any of the documentaries, has now well been accounted for. They know where the first shot hit. Hit the traffic light. Listen, if you keep this up, what are we going to discuss on November twenty second? So oh, you're ruining the show oh, already. We'll, yeah. we'll, anyway, we'll, we we talked we'll about last year. You can just run last year's show. I just he acted alone. We know that. Yeah. Whatever. Now a lot of people loved it, but that doesn't mean they were involved in it, right? You know, Sam Giancana and Lyndon Johnson. Oh yeah, Donald Sutherland. Oh, uh, Mr. X from and uh, the Oliver Stone. Film. Oliver Stone. Yeah, him too. <laughs> You want, to, you want to go to some stupid conspiracy theories, watch that movie. If you want some intelligent conspiracy theories, go to Surreal Talk. Well, that's, I would say, I, I, Surreal Talk gets to break plug. this down. I, I told uh, Everett uh, Hicks this morning, the host, I walked in and said, boy, did you get handed a treasure trove for a show? Now, granted, there may not be much, but they'll find something. Everett's reading through it right now. If there's so. anything in it, they probably wouldn't have released it. You know what I mean? No, exactly. <laughs> They're just releasing the bullshit. I only probably. really have one question about the whole thing. Yeah. If Oswald indeed was the shooter, how did he get to the second floor break room so quickly? Because by the time they ran into the building, which they say was pretty immediate, he was in the second floor break room having a Coke. Oh, I don't know. Maybe he was aiming at Connolly, and he missed. How about that? My theory. Or he's trying to get Jackie. How, can I discount it? The Connolly? Who knows what's knows? going on in the mind of that lunatic? Again, and that's the thing. If you've never known one of these types, it's hard to imagine. But I've known one of these types. Who, Ocho Man? No. No. Oh. And it's not hard to imagine once you've known one of these types. Because they're mentally ill. They hide it very well, but they're mentally ill. All right, well. I mean, that's... The other thing is, well, you know, they had they went sent Ruby to silence him. Yeah, no, they didn't. Yeah, he was just pissed. Huh? Look at the string of events that put Jack Ruby in that garage at that time. If that was orchestrated, it's one of the best orchestrations of of time mismanagement ever. 
All right. Because there's about 12 different things that had to happen exactly perfectly for Oswald to be trotted out in front of Ruby. All right. I think we have a dead equine here. Yeah. And you, and you keep. Oh, just it happened today. At it. Yeah. Or whatever. Now, as far as the events now, that shape the world minute. we live in, we've got a few. We other. got a few. Now, well, no, wait a minute. We what house a, cleaning do you have? Yeah, right. First things first. Uh, old business. Uh, Carolyn Jones was uh, Marsha, Queen of Diamonds on Batman. Oh. I should have known that because I remember that outfit. It's pretty cool. Yeah, nice outfit. Uh, Carmen, a couple of weeks ago. Yeah, it was, days a, ago, it was uh, George uh, Bizet's, yeah, Bizet. Bizet's yeah, birthday. Yeah, but he did not write the book. Uh, the novella was by Prosper Merriamay. I think I said it was Victorian Sardou, which is unforgivable. He wrote Tosca. <laughs> um, I can't forgive you. Puccini's opera. Oh, he wrote Tosca? Tosca, yeah. Tosca. Yeah. Okay. I hear that's a great one. Have you seen I that? Like, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's one of my favorites. All right. Puccini. What was Tosca's profession? Uh, he was a cobbler. She was a, a prostitute. An opera singer. Oh, she was an opera yeah, singer. I get that. Yeah. Oh, that's like making a movie about the movies. <laughs> right. Come on. So anyway, and then uh, Airport 79 was a Concord somehow. I thought, oh, okay. and that was with Alan DeLeon and uh, George Kennedy and our favorite. <laughs> George Kennedy. <laughs> yeah. And our favorite, Sylvia Crystal. Yes. Oh. Oh. You think George got her? I'll bet he did. That not with his breath. Well, no, I was going to say he probably took one of those things he used to advertise. <laughs> he spritzed himself and he got laid. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, boy. You could practically see his breath. <laughs> but his best role was in uh, Lonely or the Brave. Remember oh, when he, he was that cop that beat the shit out of Kirk, Kirk Douglas? Oh, yeah. 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 What was Kirk Douglas? John T. He called him by his name, and he goes, what? He's in the, remember, he's in the can. He was in the, in the stockade. He goes, telephone call. <laughs> so Kirk Douglas, have you seen this movie? I've seen the scene oh, because it's great. Because it was like, Kirk Douglas doesn't get his ass kicked much on screen, but that's uh, one of well, the Well, he didn't get right? it on screen. He, he called him away, and Kirk Douglas goes, well, if a guy's going to warn me, so he takes, he rips his shirt, and he, like, you know, puts some of it in his nose and uh-huh. some of it in his jaw and stuff, you know, to, like, support himself. Uh, yeah. To, Somebody's going to tell me. I'm going to be ready. Oh, God. John T. Burns. That was his name. John T. T. Burns. Burns. Telephone call. All right. Now, the events that shaped the Who world is it? we live in. It's a surprise. It's <laughs> we, got, we got some good ones today. In fact, the, the one I start with, I think, has shaped the modern world we live in more than any, anything else. On this day. All right. I think you're, you're talking about the Battle of the Milvian Bridge. No. What are you talking about? I'm talking about 312. That's it. What do you think all this is about? I the, get it. Yeah. But the Battle of the Milvian Bridge is just the the background, the the context of it. Well, <laughs> yeah, but had they lost... Well, he may not have... Yeah, this, this sign would have been... may not have happened. So that's what I was just going to bring up, because so, uh, the guy he fought... Maxentius, right. he thought it was a sign, too, for him. Mm, well, well, it's only a sign for one guy, the winner. Uh, All right, go ahead. So in, third, in 312, Constantine the Great. Well, he wasn't so great yet. Not then. He's just Constantine. Yeah, yeah, and he's just, he's, now he is the emperor of Rome. He's and Constantine, that ass from the east right yeah, now. And, yeah. yeah, you know He's going to have a city named after him and everything. But this is the day he sees the famous vision of the cross. Yes. Now, if he does not see this in vision, the sky, burning cross, and he does not become the first Roman emperor to convert to Christianity, and footnote here, he does not convert the Roman Empire to Christianity. No, he just he converts to Christianity. Uh, I don't even know if he did till he was like a few days before his death. Okay, he just stopped 
persecuting. He Christians. stopped persecuting yeah. and he gave freedom of religion throughout the empire. Yeah, and and I think he painted crosses on his soldiers' armor or but know, where something symbolic. Where would have Christianity been? What would have Western civilization veered to had Constantine not seen this vision? Paganism. That's the answer, isn't it? Pedophilia. Right. Uh, uh, no, but the answer is some form of paganism. I don't know about that. If Christians survived till now. They well, no, but they survived with a nice big boost. Listen, when the emperor of Rome well, that's converts to Christianity, that's a nice boost. Yeah, but that's what you said. What would have happened? I'm just saying some other Roman emperor would have seen some weird sign, you know, some crying I, Mary or do whatever. Do you know? We, yeah, I know. You do. You can say unequivocally. Of course. Okay. Because I know, well, you know your assassins. I know my religious zealots. And believe me, somebody's going to ascribe his victory to God, and you know, some Christian who only was partially devoured by a lion is going to give a sign, and you know how it goes. But anyway, I'd get more into the battle of this. Well, let's talk about the battle. Yeah, then. this is the Battle of the Milvian Bridge, and this is Maxentius, who was basically the role. He was the old Roman Empire. He had Italy, he had Spain, he had all kinds of, you know, the Western Empire. And I don't know what got up his ass because he'd already, I think, uh, what was it Valerius and Severus already attacked him once. You know, they're all trying to get him and uh before he was okay lay siege to rome and the hell with you and you know that's how he won because he just kind of by attrition these guys couldn't take rome well this guy for some reason wanted to fight at the milvian bridge defending the bridge uh which i believe is called what is it called now it's like the soft bridge ponta something you know and it's still around and that's not a great place to fight a battle and he's losing and all of a sudden hey <laughs> Let's get back to Rome, and you know this bridge doesn't support him. They're drowning. He drowns in the Tiber, and turns into a rout. And uh, like I said, I well, like you said, somebody said Constantine saw this sign, and is in hoc signo vincens By this sign, you shall conquer. Yeah, yeah, that's what he gets out of it, uh, and he did. But like I said, I think uh, Maxentius saw the same sign, and you know he thought this is divine for him. Maybe that's why he decided to fight. So anyway. That's Look, what happened. Somebody saw a sign. Yeah. All I'm saying, Armand, just follow me here. Yeah. And they, by the way, they're brother in laws. Maxentius was married to his wife, it, uh, to his sister. If this event does not occur, does Christianity survive? Yes. It does? Okay. Yeah. It might have been a little more painful, but. Well, I mean, it was the first 300 if years of it were. If they survived Nero, they're going to survive this. Certainly painful. But again, yeah, I don't know. I think Western history takes a drastic turn if, if Constantine doesn't happen when he happens. Not necessarily for the worst. Oh, I didn't make any judgment yeah, there. The stock's going up. I didn't make go any down. judgment there. Stop now, buying Bank of America. Here's something you'll really like about Constantine. Uh, he understood currency, Armand. He understood currency. He issued a new coin, new gold coin, uh, to combat inflation known as the wasn't it well let's see by that time was it after well it was after the denarius yes the solidus solidus yeah of course solidus and that coin would become the standard instrument of currency for the byzantine and european continents for more than a thousand years and i'll bet his picture was on it Mm -hmm. or his uh image Mm -hmm. all right well enough of that Battle of the Milvian Bridge. Still, he still had to fight, uh, what's his name, Licinius, who was... And by this time, there were like three emperors, so he had another battle. That was... Was that the Battle of the Frozen something or whatever? Or he, he had to fight Licinius a few weeks. Well, we'll get to that because that was just like a couple weeks later. So he was not done yet. 
man, I'm looking at some of the coins that they've, you know, got coins that are 1800 years old from when they've been struck. Incredible. I mean, just incredible. Yeah. Well, nice work on them. Hey, remember that scene from Ben Hur where the sheik comes to bet? Remember that? <laughs> how much? How much do we wager? A thousand talents. That's like four hundred million dollars. <laughs> it's a lot of money. A lot. Yeah. So uh, Masala lucked out. He got run over by the chariot. He, oh, he lucked out. Yeah. He's, I'd rather get run over by the chariot <laughs> than pay that thousand talents to an Arab. Oh God. All Actually, right. Actually, an Englishman with a you know with a, with a yeah, yeah with, with iodine a, all over all over his yeah, face and to a, make and him a, look like an Arab in a beard. And yeah. but he got the he got the Academy Award. Well, he did. Hugh Griffith. Sixteen eighty two. This is the date that uh, Philadelphia is established. Is uh, all right. Well, now here's a, as you say, colonial American Commonwealth of Pennsylvania. It's still a Commonwealth. Can you name the other states? Yes, right, I, think, I think I can. I think I can. Right. I'll, I'll go with Kentucky. Yep. Virginia. Yep. Massachusetts. Right. And Pennsylvania. Four Commonwealths. Yeah. Four. And Puerto Rico. That a Commonwealth? It's Commonwealth. Territory. Okay. Commonwealth status. All right. So yeah, you know, Philadelphia becomes a city. 1682. Hundred years. Never late. been there. You've never been to Philadelphia. Too many gangsters. No, it's it's a uh, it's an unusual city. I'm always either going to New York or uh, no. Yeah, no, it's so. an, uh, you you should go. Do the tours. Go see the Bell. Go see the. That's right. Go see Fanel, the uh, no, Fanel, go, whatever. The no, that's is. up in Boston. That's Faneuil <laughs> Hall. Okay, get well, your. That's why we got to go to Boston. Go to Independence Hall. Go see where right, the, they all got together. Okay. Go see Ben Franklin's house. We'll see the Houses of Parliament. Are no, they there? no, they're not no? there. Is the no. Taj Mahal in Philadelphia? It was, but they moved it to Atlantic City. Okay, Tower of London, though, or the London Bridge. Oh, that's in uh, Lake Havasu. But it's you well, can see it. There's no reason to go then. Nothing. 1795, the U.S. and Spain sign a little treaty. It's called the Treaty of Madrid. Armand, yeah, aptly named. Yeah. What, what do we get? Florida. We established the boundaries between the Spanish colonies and the U.S. 15 years later, 1810. The U.S. gets Florida. Western Florida. The yeah, panhandle. It, the panhandle. See, Western Florida. See, if we hadn't done this, we'd had Al Gore as president. Because that's what won for Bush, right? The panhandle? Hmm. Yeah, it, it was. Trust me. The five Was it 582? 537. 537? Yeah, but the panhandle's what won for him. Yeah, but that those are red counties anyway. That's what I'm saying. I, if he hadn't, yeah, if we didn't give. I think the better argument. I think the statement. better argument is Dade and Broward counties. Just well, those all went. Blue. I know they went blue, but they didn't go blue. And the look, just because you went blue doesn't mean. Well, I think that See was a I'm, mistake. Somebody was making that point, and I don't know if it's true or not because I don't. I didn't really study it. But he said if dumb shit Gore had just had recounts in Dade and Dade and Broward. Because that was where the confusion was, apparently. Yeah. He probably would have won. No, they did but the he whole, wanted to do statewide. You did the he whole had, damn state. But he didn't have to. All they had to do was say, I want Brown, Broward and Dade County. Go where the votes are, dummy. Yeah. Well, when they did a recount of a whole state, he got more votes. Bush did. Yeah, Gore was never ahead on any recount. No, but uh, had he stuck to those two counties, he might have. I don't know. I don't know if you can do that, but apparently he can. I'm not a lawyer. What do I know? Yeah, that's true. Election lawyer. You're definitely not a lawyer. Now, here's something I think you're going to get behind, Armand. 1838. Man named Lilburn Boggs. Okay? Know who he was? No. Governor of Missouri. Know what he issued? I'm reading it right now. An extermination order. All right. He didn't have cockroaches. Cool. You know what he had? 
Mormons. Oh, Mormon infestation. Oh, man. A hive of Mormons? Lilburn Boggs, the governor of Missouri, issues an order stating this, folks. All Mormons must leave the state or they will be exterminated. God damn it. Stock's going up. Would you concentrate on the show? No. we got Mormons who are going to be exterminated in a Missouri Holocaust. Well, what what are you going to do when you find Mormons in your woodwork? (laughs) You smoke them out and exterminate them. No wonder Missouri has the reputation it does. My God. An extermination order. (laughs) 1904. New York. First first underground subway. Line opens. And, of course, the New York uh, subway becomes one of the biggest in the U.S. and still one of the biggest in the world. What's the biggest in the world, Armand? The biggest? Yeah. I know Moscow's the busiest. Moscow, it's the busiest. Yeah, it's the busiest. That was my... $125,000 $125,000 yeah. question. Yeah, that's why I asked you. I knew you had that yeah, on... Yeah, that's, uh, that's not, not the biggest. I knew a, you had that on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I'm not sure by like... Now, if in terms of big... Yeah, by track length. By track all, length or stations. Still. I'm not yeah, sure. I don't know. Right. And, and I'm sure Japan has incredible inner... Souls up there, too. It's got to be, right? Tokyo. But, uh, you know, leave it to a communist state where no one really has cars... Going to get them around? Get them around on oh, train. The state has cars. The, the Coleman Turn has cars. Yeah, they have cars. 1914, this is the day that the British battleship uh, Audacious is sunk. No, it's not. Well, Keep if you were mouth if, shut. if you were British, yeah, it's not the date it was sunk. Yeah. In fact, if you were British, you wouldn't know about this battleship being lost until 1918. Even if you drowned on it, they're not going to tell they're you. They're not going to tell you that you See, died. You're going to be dead for four years and not even know it. Although if you're an American on the Olympic, which was right there and saw it, then you would have known. The Americans talked about it. They, so, they were okay. They didn't so have a gag order. One of the biggest and most important battleships, a dreadnought. Super dreadnought. Sunk right off the coast of Ireland. Sunk by a minefield laid by the German uh, merchant cruiser Berlin. Witnessed and photographed, by the way. No. Uh, that, see, that's what you do when you get caught cheating. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. That, the old Eddie Murphy. I saw you walk out of her house. Wasn't well, me. It was me. Yeah, I got a picture. Wasn't me. Wasn't me. That's right. You know, you might be right. Maybe it wasn't you. Um, right. The sinking, uh, the RMS Olympic is 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 passing by, which is the sister ship of the Titanic. Yeah. Um, as a matter of fact, it looks just like the Titanic, except probably for paint scheme or and something. It sinks just like the Titanic. Yeah, it sinks. All those ships sunk well, didn't they? Yeah. <laughs> um, but the, those passengers know it. See, that's the best way to lay the cable for you. Put What's in one that? of those ships, wait for it to sink. <laughs> And then you got your transatlantic yeah, cable yeah, on the go. bottom of the ocean. So, yeah, the British don't even tell their citizens. Three days after the end of World War One, they announce, oh, by the way, yeah, the HMS Audacious yeah. was lost back in 1914. But we won the war. So there's good news yeah. and bad. Right, there you go. If you knew someone on the Audacious, yeah. we're sorry. You're waiting for your brother to get back. God. Took a long, protracted trip on the Audacious. Talk about propaganda and, well, oh, man, oh, what know. a piece of That's, work by the by the British on that one. No, nope, never happened. Audacious, haven't seen her. Don't know. There never was one. No. Um, yeah, We renamed it. That was just scrap metal. Now, speaking of the British and their institutions, oh, no, here we go, Armand. This is salacious. Mrs. Wallace Simpson, the year is 1936. Well, she gets her divorce decree on this date, and that eventually allows her to marry Edward VIII, the King of England, which and thus forces his abdication from the throne. Which confirms that he was nuts. Had to be. Boy, she must have been good in bed. That is 
Armand, I, wanna, I have said this for years. What do you think she did to him? I don't know. <laughs> because A, we're ta- already oh, talking. I do. We're I, already talking about English royalty, right? So yeah. so the uh the parlor games behind closed doors in the bedrooms of the royalist, I imagine, are pretty freaky. Yeah, they, they She had to come along and do one freak here. I don't know Because you cannot tell me this is about love. That he's throwing away the crown for love. Yeah, and it's not because of her looks either. She was she was getting a little old even then, and she was never in her prime. She wasn't I that great. No idea what she was doing. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so they make him the Duke, Duke and Duchess of Windsor and, and put him on a, an allowance. And we got a problem with this guy because he li- he loves Hitler. Yeah, he so thinks gotta, he's a pretty small fellow. Yeah, so he goes and visits him and cu- cuddles up to him and everything. So how do we get? What do you do with a guy like that? You make him governor of the Bahamas. Right. Send him away. Yeah. Go, Promote go. him. Yep. Go go to this island, you buddy. Bermuda shorts. Here's ten thousand pounds a month. And right. Go knock yourself out. Right. Good grief. Uh, Cabana. He was a weird. Now, if this event doesn't happen, we aren't. We don't get Elizabeth the uh, second, probably. Well, let's see. Yeah, she's George the Sixth's daughter, but I don't know if he. I don't know if he had kids. Well, that's the thing. Because she couldn't have kids, I don't think by this time. Oh well, then you're still probably going to get Elizabeth. Well, they're right? they're actually. If the guy had been halfway reasonable, they said they wanted a Morgan attic. Mm-hmm. Which means that he's king and she's nothing, but she's still, you can marry her, but she's not the queen. Yeah, she's not the queen. He wouldn't go for it. <laughs> Weird. What he's a screwed up dude, man. Edward VIII. Is, he that, is being king that bad that you have to, oh, man. Come on. Is getting laid by her that uh, good? I know. October 27th, birthdays. All right, here we go. 1811, Armand, Isaac Singer, founder, Singer Corporation. I guess we're talking about. Uh, well, he's an actor Singing? and is a businessman. Yeah, so I think we're talking about sewing, buddy. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm just kidding. 1858. Well, 1782, Niccolo Paganini. Who's Paganini? You know, see, see, you, know, you scoff when I don't know these completely insignificant, talentless hip-hop artists. and I only scoff because they happened in your lifetime. Well, you may so perchance what? have run across them. Yeah, well, Paganini was probably the greatest violinist of all time. Oh, really? In fact, when he died, they wouldn't bury him in holy ground because they thought he made a pact with a devil. Oh, they yeah. thought he sold yeah. his soul at the crossroads, yeah. huh? Yeah, that's what they said. Wait a second. Is this where the the uh, uh, Robert Johnson story comes from? Is it borrowed from this dude? I don't know. Maybe. Because, like, you know, he's not the one that said, how do you get to Carnegie Hall? Practice? Yeah. Well, this guy said, no, you make a pact with the devil. No. Then it's got to be. So anyway, see, you know the Robert Johnson story. No, sold a soul to the devil at the crossroads to play, learn how to play guitar. Okay, well, gave us the basis for hundred years. Gave us that. the basis for all blues music in the United States. Yep. Okay, which generates into rock and you, roll. Well, I don't know about no. him. I just told you this guy. So that's where the story's so, got to come from. Right, then. Well, he probably heard that conclusion. story. Sounded good. Yep. I'm gonna borrow that story. Six concertos uh, he wrote for the violin. I like the first one the best. Good. And uh, 24 Caprices, which is probably the 18th Caprice, is very famous. Rachmaninoff did. Yeah, all right. Anyway, so he did um, his piano, uh, a Rhapsody on a theme by Paganini. Mm-hmm. That was the 18th Caprice. Wow. So anyway, and then, then you know, you're the world's famous vi- most famous violinist. What do you do? You open a casino. That's sure. That's a good idea. It fails. Did he play a Stravinsky? No, he didn't play. He played roulette and lost. No, his violin. What about it? What kind of violin did he play? Oh, you mean Stradivarius. Stradivarius. Uh, maybe. I don't know. Okay. Okay. And what makes a Stradivarius so great? Apparently the wood in the area that's supposedly oh. some kind of 
different wood. Okay, or you get a resonation the off the wood that's yeah, totally unique yeah. or something. And okay. the Amati is pretty good too. All right, uh, nineteen uh, nineteen. I'm sorry, eighteen fifty eight. Theodore Roosevelt born, become the twenty sixth president. Armand loves him. Nineteen fourteen. Yeah, well, less. You want to know anything about him? I, you, I hate the, here's one great thing about Roosevelt. King. One great thing about Theodore. He died. He knew how to take a hike. Well, I thought I would think you'd hate the guy. He knew how to take a hike and go on safari and kill things. I'm not a big fan of that. Yeah, well, that's what he did. But I, I'm I do like his. I, I like the national parks, and I do like his. Uh, what's it called when you're a real bird aficionado? Uh, oh, ornithologist. He's, he was a tremendous ornithologist, and he was an avid reader. The guy could really read. He, oh, had, yeah. he had a personal library of about ten thousand books. Right, and he wrote a lot of books. And he wrote too. a lot of books. We're not, I'm not impressed with his writing, but anyway, he... Uh, well, if you're going to write that many books, how good can the writing be would be my answer. There's no time for self-editing, self-reflection. Well, he's not writing. He's not John Grisham stuff. No. He's writing about, like, the War of 1812 Navy and shit right. like that, yeah. you know, so... All right, 1914, another good writer. Welsh guy, playwright, Dylan Thomas. Any Poet. Any feelings there? No, I just like the way he died better than the way he uh, lived. <laughs> His last words, that's 19 whiskeys in a row. That must be a world record. record. Yeah, dead. <laughs> There's some good news and bad news, yeah. Uh, Died in New York. Yeah. 1922, Ralph Kiner, great sportscaster, great home run hitter for the Pirates in the late 40s, early 50s. He was one of Carl Hubble's. Wasn't he one of, was he God. the one that got struck out and? I guess no, know, that would have been the no. American League then, right? No, that was in the 30s that yeah. Hubble struck yeah. out the five in the All-Star yep. game. Kiner isn't even in the major yeah, leagues. Right he is a huge man. So yeah, I met him many times. because Pirates? He, yeah, Pirates as a player, but he was a Mets broadcaster. And even in his older age, he was still all of six foot five, maybe six foot six. I met Brooks Robinson. Oh, man. Huge guy. 1923, Roy Lichtenstein, one of my favorite artists. Uh, Wham! Yeah, the uh, the drowning uh, girl, the pop art of Roy Lichtenstein, sculptor oh, and painter. You can see a lot of his work at uh, LACMA, Los Angeles County Museum of Art, uh, right there on Wilshire. Um, I've always and, liked it. And while you're there, visit the La Brea Tar Pit. Yeah, it's right down the street, and the yeah. Peterson Automotive Museum is right across the street. You ever been in that one? Uh, I've I've driven by. They I'm got not some, that interest. Oh, okay, yeah. okay. Uh, I'd rather go to rather go to Fat Burger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm I I will get there, Armand. 1925, Warren Christopher, 63rd Secretary of State. I I like this guy for some reason. Was he was he a uh, Clinton's guy? No. Well, who was he? I don't know. Well, Come let's on. see. Warren, you sure? Albright was next, right? All Madeline was in there with Clinton. Yeah, yeah. but not the whole time. I thought Christopher was with Bush. Was he? One? I don't know. Well, then I don't. I don't know. I don't. I don't really care. You don't really care. All right. No, moving on. Uh, what an overrated secretary. The state. fourth White House Chief of Staff was born on this date in 1926. H.R. Haldeman. <laughs> yeah, a rat. Mm -mm -mm. Yeah. Boy, oh boy! Yeah, if you got a secret, tell him. Tell he'll, him. He'll never divulge yeah, yeah. it. Yeah, he'll never. He'll never. Yeah, I don't know why you come up with these bums. But in 1915, Harry Saltzman, who you don't know, but you should. Well, I think I know the name Harry you know, Saltzman. Well, I'll give you a hint. His partner was Cubby Broccoli. Oh, Albert. Good okay. uh, Hollywood folk here, right? And noted for James Bond movies. Right. Yeah, producers. Harry. Yeah, Saltzman. the producers. He sold out though after. After what? No, and from Russia with no, love. No, he was in long. Was, uh, he sold out the Roger Moore I stage. Think, I think the last one he did might have been uh, Spy Who Loved Me. Oh, okay. Uh, Nineteen thirty-nine. The great John Cleese, 
Monty Python. He's getting old. He's up there. He, matter of fact, uh, he's he's out touring right now, doing a sort of a not a comedy, just talk and a review. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to see it. I really would. Uh, for me, the genius of Cleese though will always be the twelve episodes of Faulty Towers when he plays Basil Faulty. Funny. I I mean it. it it's not quite Marx Brothers funny, but it's up there. I like Monty Python. I mean, he and Manuel. I mean, I don't know. What's your favorite Cleese skit from Python? Well, probably my favorite. Like, I said, we go over where he's, where he's banging his wife in front of the kids. And, uh, yeah, that's the life. movie, though. What about just the show? Uh, There's one where he's... I a, like the argument clinic, but I don't think he's in that one. Uh, isn't he the waiter? No, that uh, might be... Uh, yeah, that might be Palin might be the waiter. So, yeah, I mean, well, there's there's No, the one I love the best is is uh, he's playing a Bobby just standing on the street. Guy comes up to him, reports a crime. Guy, you know, he's showing the ineffectiveness of an English police officer and goes, nothing really I can do about that. And guy just kind of stands there for a second, then mutters, you want to go back to my place? And Cleese looks around as the Bobby and goes, yeah, okay. <laughs> I like the one where he's... He goes, uh, are you an organ donor? He goes, he visits the guy. Yeah. yeah. And he cuts his liver out. <laughs> Need we say more? <laughs> Bends him over and cuts out his liver. Uh, 1940, John Gotti. Oh, uh, the boss. Dapper Don. The Dapper Don Teflon is born. Don. He'd only lived to be 62. Wow. He died in jail. Yeah, I mean, did. Ravonna, read the uh, read, uh, underboss by uh, the bull. Well, his Sammy, Sammy Gravano. Sammy the bull. Yeah. yeah. Gravano. Yeah. Now, yeah, John. Did a lot of time in Marion, Illinois. Yeah. You know, he did down at the... You, you can't put it in people's faces, man. I mean, you think you talk about hubris. Oh. I mean, what happened to the guys like, lay low, you know, don't make yourself conspicuous. What, whatever. Tell them to do what, just as long as it's quiet. Yeah. There's nothing to do. <laughs> and why are you on TV anyway? That's like a papal bull. <laughs> Maybe it's time he gets out. Yeah. <laughs> Why risk it? Yeah, yeah, that's what I say. <laughs> Momo. <laughs> 1941, and my name of the day, American uh, stock car driver, Dick Trickle. Jeez, sounds like uh, yeah, sounds like taking a piss. They well, they have medication for that now. Yeah, sounds yes, yeah. <laughs> sounds like a Depends commercial. But he was a he was a guy. He never won many races on the Cup circuit. Now he won a lot of other races. He's a good driver. Don't get me wrong, but yeah, Dick Trickle. An ESPN anchor favorite. I got favorite. a little that problem, too. I got to take some penicillin. By the way. Uh, 1942, the man who wrote, Proud to be an American. Oh. Where at least. I, I didn't know that. First time I heard that song was at the Bristol Motor Speedway. 90,000 plus people Boy, stood I, up in unison when that thing came I on. I bet he doesn't kneel at the national anthem. Are you kidding? He genuflex. What, what kind of a. Uh, I didn't see the game. Of course, I didn't watch it. It was, what, 40 to nothing last night or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Jeez, I bet those ratings were good. NFL is, uh, they got some problems. That's all they need. Yeah, the, the last thing they need right now is bad a, a games. 40 nothing game. 1946, Ivan Reitman, great uh, director and producer, man. I can't name all well, I think he did uh, Howard Stern's movie, right, didn't he? No, that was Betty Thomas. He I, may have produced it. I think he directed it, didn't he? No, I think Betty Thomas. What was Howard Stern's movie? Private Parts. Private Parts, I yeah. think Betty Thomas directed that. I don't know. Howard was always talking about how you know he and Ivan got no, along. No, I, I think he's involved. I think he's a producer, though. Okay, if you say I so. I really thought it was Betty Thomas. Now, Remember her, his... Hill Street Blues? No. 
Yeah, Betty Thomas, director, private right. parts. All right, how about who's Simone Lebon? Simon Lebon. Lebon. The lead singer of Duran Duran. Oh, I thought it was Duran Duran. I thought it was the brothers, right? No, Duran Duran is named, uh, the group is named after oh. uh, that Jane Fonda movie. Oh, yeah, uh, Barbarella. Barbarella. Yeah, that's where that's and, uh, Simon. Were they brothers? Le- no, the Taylor brothers are in the Taylor group. Brothers. Andy yeah, Taylor Andy Taylor, and I, I want to think John Taylor. And in the early to mid-80s, as Who's a- Who's uh, going, oh, uh, oh, uh, that one song? Hunger, Hunger like, like the, the Wolf. wolf. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What, who's that gal? Oh, I want I want to I want to go to bed with her. Yeah, she was, she was pretty to, sexy, man. I don't even want to touch her. I just want to hear. You just want to hear? Her? While I'm with another one. Anyway, uh, they they could lay claim to world's biggest great, band man. at one point. They really had it going what on. What James Bond theme did they do? A View to a Kill, I think. Right. Which was about 86, 87, 85. They were a little past it by then cuz the 80s were brutal to bands. Really? They hung around a while? No, but they 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 were making good music and the record label just shit on them. Hungry like a wolf was good. Man. Yeah, no, they had three very good albums. To a matter of fact, they may have had four very good albums to come out of the gate. They sold a lot, a of, lot of tickets, and then they just cast What's, on. Uh, them. What am I thinking of the? What's that one? Please, please tell me now. No, no. Rio. Rio was a good one. No, the it's the something. The reflex, reflex, flex, 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 yeah, flex, yeah, flex, yeah, that flex. one, right? Yeah, uh, reflex. Yeah. Nineteen sixty-three. The second lady of the United States, Marla Maples. Oh yeah, what's she doing now? I don't know. She had a book out too, didn't she? Yeah, yeah. Well, she was hot. She's gorgeous. Yeah. It's still good looking today. Well, she's still born the same good, year I was. Still good looking. All right, back to the events. Yeah, what events were? What got events do we have left? Well, well, you already talked about this. No, guy. I didn't. Benjamin O. Davis Jr. Oh, this guy. That's right. Now, you referred to the first Air Force general. The other day, we had the first African-American Army general, well, 1940. Air Corps, though. Right, but it's the Air Corps. 1954, Air Force is now its own branch of the military, and the first African-American general, that honor goes to Benjamin O. Davis, Jr. Yeah, well, that's an easy trivia question to remember, then. 1961, NASA tests the first Saturn I rocket in mission Saturn Dash Apollo 1. Yeah, well, Saturn 5 is the biggie. That's the biggie, boy. I'd still, I'd love to see a Saturn 5 take off in person. They say it moves you to tears. It's just so. Did you ever see that movie, A River Dirty Baby? No. With Tony Curtis? No. He marries Jaja Gabor. That she, would move me to tears, she too. Won't just, she just won't stop. She, she just won't shut up. So somehow, it's a it's a plot twist, but he locks her in a, like a Saturn V rocket and, takes, <laughs> and she takes off for the, the moon or oh, wherever. And they're God. like, hey, what is that? They're listening, you know, at, at control. And, and she's still talking. <laughs> still talking. In, her, in her Hungarian. It's, it's pretty funny. <laughs> what is that? I like it. Yeah. Uh, 1962. Uh, the only direct casualty of the Cuban Missile, the Cuban missile Crisis uh, Rudolph Anderson. Yes, Rudolph Anderson. I've he's had a, that question before. He's a major in the United States Air Force, and his U-2 recon plane is shot down over Cuba by a Soviet-supplied SA-2 guideline surface-to-air missile. Well, he must have gone to Francis Gary Powers School of so uh, Pilot. Everyone right? can name, yeah, everyone can name Gary Francis Powers. Right. That's only one of two U-2s this that were shot one. down. Yeah. yeah, they got this one. 1988, Ronald Reagan. Uh, has to make a decision, and it, this was the correct decision. Uh, stop construction on the embassy being built in Moscow because the yeah duh the Soviets have bugged the entire place so thoroughly that you debugging it is not even a possibility. And well, it's uh, 
Same as the one in Havana, I think, these days. Yeah. Except what do they play? Some kind of sonic, you know, some kind of thing to drive you mad? Yeah, they, no, they hit they, they hit you with the sonic waves. Yeah, right. That they're, they're really inaudible, but they... they Always with the sonic waves, Moriarty. <laughs> Knock it off with the negative waves! <laughs> think the bridge will be there, and it will be there. Think positive thoughts. Oh, don't give me those negative waves so early in the morning, Moriarty. <laughs> Gavin McLeod and Donald Sutherland. Uh, woof, woof, woof. It's my other dog sensation. I'm drinking wine, eating some cheese, <laughs> catching some rays, you know. <laughs> Donald Sutherland, oddball for people who haven't listened to this How show. How do we go to Kelly's Heroes That's from, from Kelly's the U.S. Heroes. Embassy in Moscow? I'll never know. I don't know. But we did. Moriarty. Uh, 1992, Alan R. Schindler Jr. Why is this man important? Oh, well, yeah. he's a Navy radio man. Yeah, I remember And this. unfortunately and yeah. tragically, he is murdered by a shipmate, Terry Helvey. The reason he's murdered, Alan R. Schindler Jr. is gay. Yeah. This precipitates the debate about gays in the military and results in the very unfortunate and ineffective and stupid don't ask, don't tell policy. <laughs> Isn't that the dumbest policy of all time? It's I, up I, there. I don't get that one It's at up all. there. God. I mean. Who came up with that one? What a genius. Someone at the Department of Defense. Let's just say, yeah, yeah. don't ask, yeah. don't tell. Keep cool, Let's man. take a nap and hope the problem goes away. Jesus. Just say no, I don't and, blow and, guys. And, yeah, and instead, we have a murdered yeah. Navy guy. Well, this is before that dumb, uh, but yeah, I mean, this, well, you, you prosecute to, you know, whatever. If you give the guy life or whatever right. to kill the guy, well, then hopefully you don't get more of this stuff. Uh, 1999, my final one. Uh, this affects you, Armand. Do you have man. any remembrance of this? Yeah, uh, I remember it. But I don't know. These guys are nuts. The Prime Minister of uh, Armenia, yeah, Vajgin Sargsyan. Yep. I get it right. Uh, Sargsyan. Sargsyan. Yeah. Chairman, is it Karin or or Karen? Uh, Karin. Karin. Demirchian. Yeah, and, and six, six others yeah, are guys. killed when a gunman opens fire in the Armenian parliament, October 27th, 1999. How does a gunman get into the Armenian parliament? Eek. All right. Well, who else died on this date? Armand, I got only four today that I yeah, no, really I got, I got wanted several to note. note. Who have I omitted? Oh, God. First of all, uh, let's see. Well, we're, I got to go before, well, they're all before yours, so mm-hmm. we, let me try to take them in order here. 1968, no, 1949, Marcel Serdan. You claim to be a boxing aficionado? A little bit. Well, this is a guy that that uh, Jake LaMotta beat. Watch the movie, Raging oh, Bull. Oh, okay, okay. He's the, he's guy the that French he beat, dude. Yeah, he, had, yeah. he dislocated his shoulder in the first round, mm-hmm. so that didn't help. Yeah. And then Jake beat the shit out yeah, of him. Yeah, because a guy, he's fighting a one-armed guy. I think technically how it got, he couldn't come out for the 10th, so it's not like a, I don't think it was a TKO. TK, I think it was some other decision when you can't come. Whatever, it doesn't matter. Jake won. But here's the real thing. This guy's got a wife and three kids in Paris. Yeah. And he's got, but he's got a mistress, as most Frenchmen uh, have. Uh, yeah. Who was his mistress? Well, it's too early for Bridget Bardot. No, she's the singer. Sylvia Plath. That's a poet. Edith Piath. Yeah, Edith Pia. Did I get it right? The Little Sparrow. Ah! Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, anyway. She had no regrets. He had no regrets. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, That's it. Very good. Uh, so, anyway, but uh, La Vie en Rose. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, he wants to go visit her and, you know, do more than that, I guess. You know, give her uh, his visit. Give Gallic Amor. Conjugal. Yeah, a conjugal um, visit. Well, nah, sorry, nah. his plane crashed. <laughs> that was the end of him. 
And then, of course, Datui, that guy, uh, Michel Datui, said, I'm going to bring back the middleweight championship to France, as depicted in the movie. Mm-hmm. And he was just kicking the shit out of Jake. And uh, like, like 17 seconds left in the 15th round, Jake knocked him out. He was losing bad on every card. Classic. The good old days. God almighty. Yeah. So anyway, so Datui never did All bring right. it back. Uh, right. That was 1949, Marcel Serdan. Yep. Uh, 1968, Lisa Meitner. You being a sexist, you wouldn't know who this is. Meitner. Yeah, and I've talked talked about this woman. M I E T N E R M E I M E I T I before E except except C after C and in German physicists. Yes. Okay. Yeah, she worked with Otto Hahn, discovered fission. Oh wow! And in all fairness, she did most of the work. Otto Hahn got the Nobel Prize. She got bupkis. She got nothing. Yeah, she got she got. uh, Well, how do you say that in German? Uh, Nine. Well, that's just she no. She got the shaft. Nothing is, uh, no. She got, uh, not kaput. <laughs> that's not she it either. She got the glockenspiel. No, no. Lead, Lederhosen? She may have had Lederhosen, but she didn't get Lederhosen. Right. Alpenhorn? No. Girl, the German. Schadenfreude? Well, she should have had some Schadenfreude well, going after her. Anyway. Yeah. Anyway, she got, yeah. And, uh, but, and here's the trivia question. She's the only woman to have an element named after her. Mitenarium? Element 109. 109. That's Might marry him. Yep. So that's right. a great trivia question. Nice I've gotten a lot of guys on that one. Oh, I should say. Uh, 1975, yes. Rex Stout. Rex Stout? Yeah. You never read Nero Wolf and Archie Goodwin? No. Yeah, great detective stuff. Okay. Man. All oh, right. man. No, I kind of like to check illiterate. that out. Nero yeah. Wolf and? Nero Wolf and his assistant, Archie Goodwin. Archie Goodwin. All Nero's right. like 1,700 pounds. Like one of the guys in our... Check out... Look at Brian Crock. That's what Archie, that's what uh, Nero Wolf looks like. Big boy. Big boy. Uh, and then uh, 1977, another, James M. Kane. Oh, the uh, author of, I think, uh, Postman Always Rings Twice. Yep. Double uh, Indemnity. Double Indemnity. And? And one other good one. Mildred Pierce. Mildred Pierce. So, yeah. Uh, so, Joan Crawford owes him quite a debt. Yep, there we go. Okay, so that was 77. All right. Uh, that's that's about it. That's I it. I have four today. Uh, two thousand and three. Come on down. You're the next contestant on. Price is Right. Yes, this Rod guy? Roddy. Who the hell? I never. I'm he not. was the MC on the Price is Right. Bob Barker was the host. Yeah. Yeah. Rod Roddy. Wasn't Don Pardo? No, that's Saturday Night Live and others, <laughs> of course. But no, Rod Roddy. He did. I thought it was Johnny. What is it? Was no, it, it became. Johnny. Yeah, wasn't it Johnny? No, What's Rod the... Roddy. Tell him what she's won, Johnny. What's his name, Johnny? You're on a different show now. That's not Price is Right either? I guess not. No, it's not. I just remember that one gal with the, remember, she's running down. Man, Oh, when her top falls down? Her tube top falls down? Yeah. Happened, yeah. yeah. Love that. I think they got. I think they got it off the West Coast feed. But when that happened, that happened live. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, uh, what do you call that? A wardrobe malfunction. It's one of the original wardrobe well, malfunctions. Malfunction. Uh, Two thousand six. Joe Necro, great pitcher. Now, who's the one? Who's the brother that only hit one home run and it was off his brother? Was Phil? It Joe or Phil? Well, Phil. I hit don't it know off which Joe? one did. I think Joe hit it That's off. That's the Phil. trivia question. Only one in his career and it was right. off his brother. Uh, Two thousand and ten. Nestor Kirchner, the. 51st president of Argentina. Where'd that come from? Well, he left it, and his wife became president, Christina oh. Kirchner. Oh, that's right. Yeah, she did the uh, she did the prince uh, she did the queen uh, Victoria deal where she wore black oh, every day. That's to, cool. Yeah, and then she did she bang her secretary? No, like I don't Victoria think so. Did? I don't think John so. John Brown, by the yeah. way. Hey, have you seen that movie? Nope. 
I'm no, gonna go uh, see Victoria that. and uh, whatever Ahmad or whatever. Ahmad or yeah. I got that. I got my movie pass. Okay. I'm gonna go. And in 2013, Lou Reed, Velvet Underground, passes away. Yeah, that's a. See, what was he, uh, what Good was song. song. I love Satellite of Love. I think it's my favorite Lou Reed song. No, that's not his most famous one. No, it's not. Walk on the Wild Side. Yeah, his that most one. famous. But yeah. Satellite of Love. Was that him or Velvet Underground? Uh, Andy, oh, good question. Andy Warhol put them together, right? Uh, well, he did the album thing, the banana cover. They're all buddies of his, though. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he made. also did Sticky Fingers, right? Isn't that the one with the zipper? No, uh, Andy did the Lapping Tongue. The Stones logo. Oh, yeah, that's the famous War- cover though. That's Warhol. The zipper, right? Uh, that was Andy I, I Warhol. I have to see if Warhol did that. No, I know he. Because I have the actual album where you unzip it. Yeah, yeah. Andy Warhol. Yeah, yeah. That's right. a that's a great piece of pop art. We got to get out of here. Yeah, we do. Ocho Man's gonna come in here. Yeah. Well, it's a wrap anyway. October twenty seventh is in the books. Thanks to Andrew Allen, our producer, Armand Kachigi, and my co-host, and to you, the listeners. Don't forget subscribe at iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean or any major podcast outlet, and follow us on Facebook, facebook.com slash thisdayinhistory. When October 30th rolls around, we will be back with you and here to tell you about it at lineupmedia.fm. This podcast was a presentation of lineupmedia.fm.